Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. Yeah. 
to you, Jesus. Because it's all about you. I'm so coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it when it's all. Jesus. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Shalom, evening church. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless all of you. Our family, how are you doing in the family? My regards to the entire family. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you and keep all of you strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of our prophetic training. Here we stay under the feet of the Master, and He teaches us His ways. He opens our eyes into the Scriptures, so that every ignorance that has become darkness on our way will receive the light of God's word. Hallelujah. We give God praise. Let us take a word of prayer. Blessed Father, we give you praise and all the glory. We honor you for such a time as this in your presence, in the name of the Lord Jesus. For we know, the Bible says that for we believe, for by faith we have come to know that the wells were freed and created by the word of God. Therefore, mighty God, this is the foundation of your creation, your word. For this reason we have come before thee, that you help us by your light to understand the mystical secrets of the word. We pray in Jesus' mighty name, that the Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light, and giveth understanding even unto the simple. Let the light from your word shine on us in the name of Jesus. Cause us to become like the enlightened ones in the name of the Lord Jesus. Open the eyes of our understanding. Cause us to understand this universe in the way that you do. That philosophies of men will not destroy our destinies. We thank you even for the power of your word that abides in us. This evening is another moment, O Lord. By the spirit of truth, show us the way. Even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise. We give God praise. We give God praise. 
I know many of us are waiting for us to talk about eschatology. I know many of you want me to build on the foundation that the Lord、um, has laid here. And、um, I know many of you also have plenty of questions with regards to eschatology. And the Lord, by His special grace, will help us to build upon the foundation that we have laid in His name. Hallelujah. All right. But one thing I want all of us to know is that eschatology is very, very technical. Very, very technical. And you know, you need to come to a place of understanding in the body of Christ. I'll talk about traveling in the spirit, so don't worry. I'm just trying to、um, say something short about、um, eschatology. Okay, so I'll continue with the、um, traveling in the spirit, so don't worry. I know many people want to travel.、Uh, you have traveled to Abusoka for a long time, now you want to travel in the spirit.、Hmm? <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Some of you are here traveling this from Abosu Kai to、um, Kashima. So, when we speak of traveling in the spirit, if you travel to Kaswa, that's your own matter.、Mm, that one will be fine. That's, that's all we can do. The, that's We have, we have ended with the help that we are supposed to render to you. Oh, yes. No, why should you decide that you are traveling to. No, like, why should that thing come to your mind as a thought in the first place? Why? What has happened to your life that you are thinking of going to Kaswa? Why? Hmm? Amen.、Um, big shout outs to my fellow brothers and sisters who live around Weja, Kokrobite area there. Thank God you are not, you are not, <laughs> thank God you are not in Kaswa. Thank God. Hallelujah. Alright, l we give God all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Amen. Okay, that was just by the way. May the Lord help us. So, I'll touch on the traveling in the spirit, and we ended at a certain point. I will continue. But I just want us to know something about eschatology.、Mm-hmm. I will not teach on that now, but I just want us, because I've laid foundations on that. I want to entreat everybody. Before we lay hold on the scatology, God willing to know, go and study what we have,、um, we have learned. Are you listening to me? We have a scatology, one part one and part two. Just go and study and write down all the questions that you have. And God willing, Tomorrow, we are going to lay another foundation because eschatology is a very, very big and broad 
um, topic, or let me say course, in the Christendom, and you don't expect us to use only two hours to finish it, and I will, I will be destroying your theology. Yes, that is the reason why a lot of men of God don't like preaching about it. Because the confusion that surrounds it is, is heavy. <laughs> you have to be somebody who is ready to learn. Else you miss it. Are you listening to me? Because eschatology is all about... They are not... You see, eschatology is not like the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. That you see, Jesus came to die and resurrected. That is it. No, 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 no. That's not how eschatology, because it is prof- prophecies. Yeah? Prophecies that you are. And the one that saw the vision himself, Krano, he does not have the deepest understanding of it. How much more we that we did not see? That it, it was just written. And we are now trying to see that we have to first see it in our mind's eye like the person that saw it before we can start getting interpretation and you know the bible said something that is very profound the word of the lord said in the book of second peter chapter 1 verse 20 Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20. The Bible said, Knowing this first, when you want to understand eschatology, the study of the end things, or the study of the last things, or the last times, the Bible said, Know this one first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. No prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Are you listening? So we don't look at a certain car that Joe Biden is driving called the beast and say because of that car, Joe Biden is antichrist. Where, what is, where, where, why are you doing that? So you are trying to privately push in something into the scriptures, to the prophecy that is not so. Are you listening to me? And they told, some of you, that's, that's the thing, especially those of you who have been to the Adventist churches. Because almost all the Adventist churches are giving their evangelicals. They are giving much more to Bible prophecy, the end times, and a whole lot. Every day they are preaching is the end time, the end time, and this one will come, and a certain beast, and here, and this, and they preach so literal. Then the confusion of the people increases. So people listen to messages of eschatology and they get confused day in and day out. And they don't know what to do with their lives. That is the reason why we don't just tackle eschatology just like that. You need to sit down because 
most of the things that you are about to study when it comes to eschatology, they are prophecies, they are visions that some prophets saw and they wrote them down. You are not the one that saw the vision. The Spirit of the Lord showed the person that vision. So it is that same Spirit that must interpret what the person saw to you. Are you listening to me? Now, when the person or the prophet saw the vision by the Spirit, he wrote it and it became a scripture. Now, after writing the vision, making it become a scripture, the Bible is now telling us that now, that prophecy that has been written, that it should, you should not get any private. The word private there is to let you understand that you cannot go and take something elsewhere and fix it into the prophecy. Are you following? Good. So, what happens is that if no prophecy is of private interpretation, then what it means is that scripture must interpret scripture. So when the Bible makes mention of an antichrist or antichrist, don't quickly look outside the Bible. Go into the same Bible. You will find a path, or let me say, um, a shadow of who an antichrist is. Are you following? Because if you are a, a good student of the Bible, you will understand that there are most of the books in the Bible that are actually in line with each other. Most of the books. Most of the books in the Bible. You realize that Ezekiel began to see four living creatures and things. Daniel saw the same. Are you following? So, there are many things in the book of Revelation, in the book of Ezekiel, and in the book of Daniel that are in line. Now, if you want to bring these things, you need to line them up so that the same spirit that revealed one particular thing to John, at the same time he revealed it to um, Ezekiel and Daniel, you will now understand what the spirit is trying to see. How do you do that? By lining up these Three prophetic words from these three prophets. If you can't sit down and do that exegesis and scripture interpreting scripture, you're a lazy man and you can't on you can't be schooled in eschatology. <laughs> that is what many Christians have become, including some pastors. They don't have time to sit down and take the Bible and begin to read and do this for 8 hours, 11 hours, 12 hours. Man, is a man of God. No, we have a lot of things to do in life. Things that we are not supposed to sit with. You see, if you can't do that, don't preach about the matter. Else, you bring a lot of confusion to people. Amen. And that's what many of you, you try to do. See, you just go to a place and you listen to Antichrist. Then you walk with it. Who is an Antichrist? I know, I know an Antichrist. An Antichrist is this, this, this. What is the purpose of an Antichrist? You don't know. Have knowledge. 
can destroy you. It, will, it can take peace out of your heart. So when you want to know something, know everything. Get to the place of fullness and know everything. And that one, if you want to do that, you need to take your time. Are you listening to me? That is why I want us to take our time one by one. Because the matter of eschatology has even brought a lot of denominations. The reason why Jehovah's Witnesses are different from the Church of Pentecost and different from the SDA Church is because of how they, they have interpreted the matters of end times. And the main reason is because many people are bringing private interpretation into the prophecy of scripture. Instead of going into the scriptures to let scriptures interpret scriptures, they are rather looking outside. You know there are a lot of evangelists in this um, world, when there are floods in places, they will now come and preach. They will capture videos. And they will use that to preach and say, ha, the end is coming. That is why they are flat. Don't you know that? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Meanwhile, that is not the, the, the truth. So when it comes to eschatology, take your time. God willing, tomorrow we are going to take our time and build on certain blocks that will help us understand many things. But let me touch on the question that my son asked, I think, on Monday. He asked the question concerning traveling in the spirit. He asked that how can you sustain the, the traveling in the spirit? How can you travel in the spirit for long? And I started explaining certain things. If you are not here, you can go to um, the podcast and download traveling introduction to traveling in the spirit. And I told you that the greatest key that can help a man travel in the spirit is what we call a sanctified imagination sanctified imagination the first thing you need to understand is that your imagination is not evil are you following your imagination is not evil but you can imagine evil things with your imagination your imagination in its sense, original sense is not an evil part of you. But you can use it to imagine evil things. So if you are somebody who imagines evil things all the time, you would have to hand over your imagination to God. And how do you do that? You will cast down the imagination. After casting down the imagination, you hand it over to the Spirit of God. Then the Spirit of God will start using your imagination as a tool for His glorification. So there are people who have come to a place where when they look at somebody, 
and they begin to imagine it is only good things that they begin to see in their imagination concerning the person and whatever they start imagining with their imagination will actually be what the spirit is feeding their minds with are you following good and i said after purging your imagination and making it a sanctified tool for god's use the next thing you need to also take note of is that you need to learn how to imagine yourself how to imagine yourself and i said this it is easy to imagine when i tell you imagine the face of your father right now those of you who have been with your fathers for a long time you can try and imagine your father's face but when i tell you imagine you imagine your own self standing in front of you wearing all white it will become difficult because at that point your mind will start moving around trying to look for a certain picture where you were wearing white white to bring that image into your mind's eye but if you have not worn any white white before it becomes difficult for you to do that are you listening to me it is because at that moment your imagination is tuned to what you know already that is the reason why if i tell you that my dear sister imagine the the color maroon maroon some of you will get what you can close your eyes 50 hours you will not see anything because you don't know any maroon color Can you all hear me, please? Good. So now, if I ask you to imagine the color maroon, so close your eyes, imagine a car that, is, that has the color maroon. Someone will be like, what is maroon? You can close your eyes 50 hours. You will not be able to imagine any car like that. <laughs> because according to the knowledge that is in your memory there is nothing that you have ever learned or seen as like that color and because of that you find it very difficult to create that imagery in your mind's eye so imagination is good but the problem the only problem is that it is limited to your knowledge Are you with me? Now, how you can imagine yourself doing greater things that are beyond? Because if all your life you have not flown before, you have not seen yourself flying in the sky, and we ask you to imagine yourself flying, you find it very difficult to do so. Are you following? Unless you have a different memory that you use that as a means of creating you know that imagery in your mind's eye there is a reason why 
when you hand over your imagination to the Holy Ghost, there is no limitation. There are many people who can start imagining things, good things about themselves. And as they continue with the imagination, the Holy Ghost will take over. So maybe you just saw a woman walking about. Remember you saw the woman, you decided to close your eyes and imagine something about the woman. So you close your eyes and you started with your own, your own imagination. Ah, like this woman walking about right now, like she's, she's having a brand new car, then she's just walking about and three children. Now you are creating all these things with your mind. Then three children will be around her, then this, then this. Now, if that imagination is a sanctified imagination in the hands of the Holy Ghost, you will start thinking these things and creating these images in your mind's eye. By the time you realize, you, you will see that you have lost touch of the things. You are not the one controlling the thing again with your mind. It will look like now the thing is like a movie that you are watching. It means the thing has moved from an imagination where you were controlling it to a vision that is being controlled by another spirit. Are you following? And that is what many people don't know, especially the young prophets. They think they will just be there sitting down and then the vision will come. It might not come like that. Sometimes if you are waiting for visions to just come to you, it will take a long time. I'm showing you the way. What you have to do is that cleanse your imagination. Stop thinking, stop imagining negative things about people. When you see a woman, don't imagine sex. When you see a woman, imagine her to be great. Imagine good things, glorious things about that woman. Imagine that she's coming out of certain attacks. Use your imagination to create these things. You will realize that what you are doing will actually be in the will of God. The Holy Ghost will take charge of the imagination and it will become a vision. By the time you realize, you go to the woman and say, Ah, I don't know, but I was just having imaginations about you and I don't know, I just saw a car. The woman said, Oh, yeah, you will be shocked with the confirmations that will come. Many people who entered into trances and into visions of the spirit started with imagination. Are you following? Can you all hear me, please? Great. So many people who entered into visionary experiences, started seeing visions, most of them started in the form of imagination. 
That is why we call something meditation. Meditation is the process of using the faculties of your mind to gaze upon a particular substantial thing in a different realm. Using the faculties of your mind to gaze and lay hold of a particular entity in a different sphere. Are you following? So when a man of God preaches to you about a word, you go and you meditate on that word. What are you trying to do? You are trying to lay hold of the reality of that word in that spirit realm. And the more you meditate, the more you soak yourself into the reality of the word. So you realize that you find yourself moving into the reality of the word. Even though in the beginning, when the man of God was preaching, some of the things he said sounded impossible. But imagination would dissolve doubt and make the thing look real to you. If you don't do your meditation, the thing will become alienated from you. It will look like the thing is in its own realm and you are in your own realm. That is the main reason why there are certain people when they hear the word, you were healed by his stripes. They have ways and means. They will sit down. They will begin to meditate on the word. And the more they meditate, you see, sometimes when you hear the word from the prophet, it looks like it is not true. Haven't you experienced that before? Because we keep pile pan. But the pastor is preaching and he's sweating that the Lord said you were healed by his stripes. So even as you are sitting here, you are already healed. Meanwhile, in your body, you are feeling some pains. So, what the man of God is saying? Is it true? Or you are the one that has believed a lie? If only what the man of God is saying is God's word, then understand that the word of God is truth. So, the problem is not from the word, but from you. Are you following? So if you are the problem, what then will you do to solve this problem? Start meditating on the word that the Lord has said. It is in this that the word will become real to you. Are you following? That is what meditation does. Meditation will bring you to the reality of the spirit. So that the word that was spoken, even though many people were preached to in the church, but because of your meditation, the thing has become a reality in your life more than those who did not meditate. The problem that many of us are experiencing is, is this, we don't know how to meditate day and night. We don't know. We don't know how to meditate on God's word. You go to church and the man of God will be preaching. Somebody came to tell you that God is about to bless you. We will jump. Because the keyboard will also begin. We will jump and be shouting. When we leave the premise to our house or to our homes, we forget everything.
We forget everything. And when things begin to go wrong, we call God a liar. Meanwhile, we don't know that we are not doing what we are supposed to do. When was the last time you meditated on the word of God? When was the last time you sat down to imagine yourself according to the prophecy that the prophet gave you? The prophet said you were going to marry. You did not even sit down to imagine yourself in a wedding gown walking inside the church. You did not even imagine yourself carrying that baby in your hand, waving at everybody, telling them what God has done for you. You could not even imagine yourself experiencing what was said concerning you. That is where the problem is. There was a woman who has been waiting for the fruit of the womb for 15 years. 15 years, no child. One day she was listening to a man of God. And the man of God was talking about faith. How you should maybe imagine yourself having what God has promised you before you see it. And when the woman heard that, she began to meditate on that word. And after two weeks of meditation, something entered into her like fire. The moment the thing entered, the one morning she got up, she went to withdraw some money, went to a baby, some mother care shops, and she bought baby's things. Woman started buying baby's clothes. She bought things. She called one of her friends who has given birth to three and said, When you went to the hospital afresh, what was the list they gave to you that when you're about to give birth, you should bring? The woman sent a picture of the list. She went to buy everything. Now, after this, the woman, every evening before she sleeps, she will put pillow at her back. She put the pillow at her back and tie it with a cloth like a baby at her back. And she will just be thanking God. Can you all hear me please? Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? All right. All right. I don't know, but I don't know who has a father or an uncle that bears the name Nyantechi. The Lord just said, the life of a certain Nyantechi is preserved from an accident. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord release covering 
over that person. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, imagination is the foundation of visionary experiences. That is why sometimes I will tell you, you know, many of us don't know how to create imaginations. We don't know. How, how can you read the book of First Chronicles, 2nd Chronicles, 1st Samuel, 2nd Samuel, and you will not imagine what is happening in the eyes of your mind. How can you do that? Like how? And King David went to Ziglag, and when he went there, this happened. And when he went there, he came with his mighty men, and this and this, and you are not imagining the thing. How will it stick? How can you get the understanding of what really happened? And how can a revelation from that be released into your spirit? That is the main reason why I tell people, especially the young prophets, that if you want to walk in the prophetic and start seeing certain things, go and read the prophets in the Bible. We pick the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel said, And I saw visions of God, the heavens open. Close your eyes, imagining the clouds letting up. Just close your eyes, begin to imagine. Some of us, we can't do that because our minds are filled with darkness. Every day we sit down and watch Merlin. We can sit down and watch Prison Break throughout the whole week. You are not, you can't be a seer when you are like that. Are you listening to me? It will take a long time. You'll be delaying your own process. I'm telling you, you'll be delaying your own process. If you want to grow your seeing ability, forget about movies for now. I'm telling you the truth. Some of you want to see visions clearly. Meanwhile, when you sit down, the Lord of the Rings. So anytime you close your eyes, you will see some entities. You will see arrows flying in the sky. You will see this and you don't know whether it is something spiritual or what you have watched already. Harry Potter and the rest. You see enchantments and things, unusual things on your eyes. You are destroying your own imaginative gifts and you find it difficult. So sometimes those people, it will be like sometimes in a whole week, they will get a dream once that is spiritual. The rest of their dreams makes just of unnecessary things. I know many of you are experiencing what I'm talking about and you can't stop watching movies too. You can go and copy movie, pen drive 32 gig full of movies and you want to go and watch. You go and buy popcorn. You sit down and you sum your leg on the floor like somebody who is eight months pregnant. Whilst chewing, you'll be watching. You are not serious. Now, after watching and chewing things, you wake up now, you want to see angels. <laughs> you don't know. Even demons, crowd will not show up to you at that moment. Even demons, they will not come.
I'm telling you, those times when God was raising prophets, he would hide them in caves. So prophets would distance themselves from normal men. They would go and hide. Sometimes years, seven years, you won't even see them in town. Seven years. They will go through the school of the spirit. By the time they are coming, they are coming with a different boldness. Their visions have been have been tuned to a certain frequency. They don't see the way we see, and they don't talk from our perspective. So Elijah was hiding in a cave for many years. Then God spoke to him, go to Israel, go to King Ahab, and tell King Ahab that if she does, he does not stop what he's doing, causing the Israelites to worship Baal, I, the Lord, I'll bring destruction and I'll bring judgment. When Elijah went to King Ahab, he entered into King Ahab's palace. He was standing in front of King Ahab, but he said, Before the Lord God of Israel, whom I stand, he said, By the Lord God of Israel, before whom I stand. Meanwhile, the prophet was standing in front of King Ahab, but he said he was standing in front of God. So the perspective of the man had changed. It is the same thing that Jesus also said. Jesus made the statement, he said, Nobody has ever seen God at any time except the Son of Man who is in heaven. Except the Son of Man who came from heaven and is in heaven. Like what? The Son of Man, Jesus, was with the people. But he said he was in heaven. So the moment he said, what I see my father do, that is what I do. He was in heaven, whatever the father does is what he does. Meanwhile, his body was just walking about physically. So if you are not able to live the, the life of heaven on this earth, ah, you become one of the most miserable people in the world. The Lord will help us and grant us grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, once you are able to imagine your own self, now let's do a quick practical here, a quick um, experiment and an exercise here. Close your eyes. Imagine yourself that you are suspending in the air. Your, your feet are not touching the ground. Close your eyes and see yourself. You see your own feet in the eyes of your mind. Close your eyes and see your your own face. Good. If you have done that, now start lifting your own self in your mind's eye that you are suspended. Do it yourself. Lift your own self. Some of you, as you are doing it right now, it will turn to a vision that you, you know you did not create it in your mind. As you are doing it right now, it will turn to a, something else will come and flash into the thing you are trying to create. Do you know what you just did? By your imagination, you've invited the spirit to reveal something to you. 
Meanwhile, when you were sitting here without imagining anything, you did not see anything. I mean, can't you see that your imagination is an invitation to the Spirit of God? You can walk about and not see anything for your entire life. But if you sit down and you begin to imagine things, you will realize that things will start showing. Visions will start coming to your mind. They taught you that your imagination is evil. And because of that, you have ceased using it. And that is why we are like this. So somebody said, I don't know, is it my own imagination or what? What? How did we believe these things? How many of us were able to see our own face? If you were able to see your own face in front of you, let me see your hand. Good, you've done well. Who else? Shelly, God bless you. You've done well. Amazing. 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 Good. How many of us, too, were able to see ourselves suspended? Someone said, I used to see myself flying and I thought it was witchcraft. No. Oh. Good. Many of us were able to see ourselves suspended. Good. Now, let us do something. This one is vision. Let us go to hearing. Okay. I'm about to pause the strings. Okay. Now, don't let, if you are at a place where there are so much noise, you, you will not get what I'm trying to help us with. Now, mute every sound around you. Okay. And close your eyes. And now with your ears, begin to hear. Begin to hear like water is flowing. Hmm? Say the issue like the way like water is flowing or maybe somebody is pouring water into a certain bucket. Begin to hear that in your own ears now. great how many of us have been able to do that if you heard the flow of water let me see your hand wow do you know what you are doing if you keep doing this under this anointing i'm telling you 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 will be shocked of your own self you are exercising your spiritual senses. Are you listening to me? So there are moments, sit down. It's okay. I want to imagine a dove that is flying in the sky. Just sit down and close your eyes and start imagining that. 
Now, give yourself time, okay? Tell yourself, okay, for the next 15 minutes, I won't talk to anybody. I want to imagine a bird flying in the sky, that is a dove, and just sit down quietly and start imagining it. You realize that you'll be lost in your imagination. You will end up seeing plenty of things that does not even concern what you are imagining. And you will know you are not the one controlling them. Are you, are you listening to me? Good. Now, this is the beginning. Okay? Of exercising your spiritual senses. Now, you can do this and start traveling. Many of you will be shocked of how you can sit down. Maybe you are in school. You can imagine your own house way back in your mother's house. You can go there in your mind. And you can see things. And it will shock you to know that what you spend a lot of time thinking about and imagining, when you go to bed, they will continue as a dream. Are you following? Good. They will continue as a dream. Now when the dreams come, because you don't have full control over the dream, you will see certain things that when you come back into the natural, you will be able to decode a whole lot of things. Are you following? Now, this thing is an exercise we do every day. Give yourself time. Are you, are you with me? And I want to help you. The moment you wake up from bed, that is the moment you are close to the spiritual world. Once you open your eyes from bed, you are more close to the spiritual world than when you begin to do your normal house trips. So you do these exercises in moments like that. Are you following? Good. When you wake up from bed and when you are about to go to bed, never ever watch TV and sleep whilst watching TV. Your soul will be weak. Some of you can watch TV and whilst watching TV, you know, you will sleep. They have to come and carry you like sand in a sack. They go and put you. Okay. At this your age, and at this your moment that you want to know spiritual things, don't live your life like a mere man. Are you with me? Spend time. Be very careful of your thoughts. Are you with me? Don't think anyhow. Don't talk anyhow. Be mindful of these simple, simple things. That is how we become spiritually minded. Don't spend a whole lot of time focusing on unspiritual things. You will be carnal. Are you with me? Always find yourself in the confines of spiritual conversations where you hear a lot about angels, where you hear a lot about miracles, where you hear a lot about this, about that. Occupy your mind with these things and begin to think about them. 
I'm telling you. You will meet an angel and you will be shocked. In me, Pam, seeing an angel. Hey, they are not far away from you. But they have not taught you well. You have not been taught well how to see them. Are you following me? Good. So learn these basic things. We are, we are talking about traveling in the spirit. And we are making it practical for everybody to understand. Someone said, please, what about you hearing footsteps? Yes, that one too, it might, it might have a meaning. It might have a meaning. But it is also a sign that your spiritual ears have been opened. And let me tell you something about sense, spiritual senses. If you don't exercise them and use them a lot, they will feed. That is what you need to understand. That is why you can be you can be seeing many things today. This day, but in the next three days, it will go down. Because you are not learning how to use them. Spiritual senses were made in such a way that the more you exercise them, the more they open. You listening to me? So if you are there sitting now waiting that one day, they said you'll be a prophet. So you are just waiting that one day you'll be there and then your eyes will open. Bah! You take a long time. And if care is not taken, you go to Subroku. Because you will be growing and you will not be seeing anything. Learn how to <laughs> learn how to meditate. God bless you, my son. God be grace. Learn how to meditate. Are you with me? That is why I keep telling the young prophets: if you want to build your visionary experiences, learn how to close your eyes more often than to open your eyes. Some of you don't even have time to sit down quietly and close your eyes and begin to imagine heavenly things. You just don't know how to do it. You watch movie right now. Hey, Netflix, pa. Hey, this, pa. Hey, this, pa. You can't be a seer with that attitude. I'm telling the truth. Even after this, you, you, you will not trust most of the things that you see. Because you know, pa, that you dare. Most of the, the people that don't trust what they see are those who don't spend time meditating with the Holy Ghost. So when they think, when they see something, they don't even think, can this be the Holy Ghost or this one? Because they have not spent time with Him. Someone said, after, the, after that day, I was talking to the Holy Ghost. That is that an angel following me. And in my dream, I saw a very massive angel. You see? Let me tell you. If you like in this day, you know, start filling your mind with angels. Angels. The angels are this. Angels are that. Learn a lot about angels. 
okay learn this oh my this man of god i read the book angels on assignment he said angels look like this angels are this angels. in that week in that week definitely definitely you will meet an angel in your dream you might not see the angel in his original glory as he is because angels don't appear the same way to people let me show you something about spiritual beings most of the time spiritual beings appear to people based on their knowledge the level of their knowledge about them so if to you angels have wings you will always see a being with wings and you call that being an angel that is how the angel will appear to you <laughs> Can you all hear me, please? Good. So these spiritual beings, they appear to you. The way you will see them is actually the way you think they are. Are you following? That is what you need to understand about some of these beings. Except your spirit is caught up into a different or a higher realm. These beings will appear to you in the way that you think they are. Are you following? Beautiful. So let us understand these basic things. It will help us build our spiritual senses. Amen. Good. Now, one of the things that is very, very um, important when it comes to traveling in the spirit is how to sustain an imagination how to sustain an imagination because there are many of us our imaginations will just come in the flash imagine yourself you can imagine yourself for like five seconds but then it's gone then you struggle to bring it back again in fact there are visions that are like that some visions will come like a flash but sometimes some of us when we are praying we see certain things so you are just praying now come back but you see a car moving all of a sudden the thing will just vanish you don't know what it means these are visions that are coming in in just flash and we don't know how to sustain those visions and i want to help you this evening with some few keys how to sustain imaginations or visions in your mind's eye now just as i was teaching us in the afternoon the amount of light that is released in the eyes of your mind will determine how clear the spiritual world will be to you are you following
good. So the first thing you need to understand is the light of the spirit. In that one, it is a prayer that you pray. Oh, Spirit of God, fill my eyes with the light of your word. Now, this prayer, if you want to see, listen to me carefully. If you want to see things clearly, pray this prayer. And I want to show you, when you are praying, you, you should not pray that prayer less than 30 minutes. You can't pray that prayer for two minutes and say, In the name of Jesus. Now you want to see it. No, 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 no. Are you following? Don't pray that prayer less than 30 minutes. Now, when you lift that topic, don't speak in a language you understand again. Speak in tongues with your eyes closed. Don't look at anything. Even if a snake is biting you, let it bite. Some of you, this is your problem. Whenever you are praying, your physical eyes are open. Looking around things. Lifting this, uh, you are putting this mattress here. You are putting this pillow here. And this, you are, some of you even answer calls. When you are praying, you say, pray, kapayala, kapayala. Then you pick your call. Ante, ante, I will call you back soon. Ante, oh, I'm praying. Ante, then you hang up. Oh, you are wasting time. You, the prayer will become like normal cliche, something we normally do. Whilst people are being captured into realms in prayer, five minutes prayer, some people are seeing heavenly visions. If you have prayed for three hours, you are not seeing anything. It is because of the attitude that you are exhibiting in the prayer. The Bible said, the heart felt. Pray with all your heart. Put your whole self inside the prayer. Are you with me? Many of us, the reason why we can't experience anything spiritual or anything supernatural is that we don't put our, our whole self into, the, into that spiritual thing. So you pray, Oh Lord, let the light of your word fill my eyes in the name of Jesus. Then you close your eyes, begin to pray. Don't speak in tongues as if we need to pay you before you do it. Some of you, the way you speak in tongues, it looks like you are afraid. You will not get anything. I'm telling you. Somebody come and say, hey, but when you are praying, you don't shout, you are talking to your father. Why should you shout? You are not serious. If you will shout, be there. Don't come to us and tell us and ask us, How can we see in the spirit? <laughs> don't come to us, pray your prayer and see. You think it is a joke? <laughs> that thing is very funny. People who cannot see mosquito. When you are praying, they will come. Hey, you don't pray like that. This, 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 this. What are you seeing? 
Later they will come and say, please, how do you see? I'll tell you, ah, the way I used to pray that you said I should, that's the way I see. So they say, hey, me, I don't pray like this. Okay, fine. Go and see in your own way. If you understand the spiritual science behind what we do, you will know that we don't do that. And that is why I love to understand spiritual things from the scientific perspective. So that anybody that is trying to bring doubt here and there, I will sit you down and take you through biology, anatomy and physiology. And I will be releasing small, small dosages of... Are you getting it? Not really movement. But close your eyes when you are praying. Simple. Close your eyes. You don't know. Sometimes eh, don't look at yourself. When we say, okay, now lift up your voice and pray. The moment you say, Father in the name, you close your eyes. Haven't you seen that before? The moment you want to say, Father in the name of, it looks like your eyes will automatically close by itself. Do you know what it means? Why are you trying to stop it? Because you are now having interaction with spiritual entities. If you open your eyes, you will quit that interaction and you will suffer. Are you with me? There are dimensions of prayer. There are some prayers we travel when we pray them. And there are some prayers when you are busy doing something, you can still pray. This is why we have praying in tongues and speaking in tongues. They are not the same. When somebody is praying in tongues, the person is is very serious. We don't pray whilst our eyes are open, just like that. No, 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 no. But you can speak in tongues whilst you are even typing some letters for your boss at your workplace. You can speak in tongues whilst you are cooking. Veli kushparatahasaya, velanes, kevinas, malahas, shila kovena, and you are cutting the carrots. Are you getting it? You are cutting the, the, the green pepper and the things. Once you are speaking in tongues, there is a slack given. But when you are praying in tongues, that one you close your eyes and you travel in the spirit. Are you following? So when you are praying in tongues, the intensity of the fire is high. Because its purpose is higher than just the speaking. So it is when we are speaking in tongues that we begin to bring out some syllables. So somebody can speak in tongues and say, Delizos, Cravilas, Males. And they are, it looks like they are bringing out the words one by one, whilst they are still engaged in other physical things. But when you are praying in tongues, you have, you have, you have disconnected yourself from all physical engagements and businesses. And you begin to engage your eyes in the spirit realm you will see that is when you begin to experience the certain things in your body somebody will say i remember once i was praying i was smelling oil that was burning it is a sign that you are having interaction with spiritual entities are you following someone said that since the day i left your place my eyes have not been at rest especially my left eye something has fallen on you I'm telling you, the spirit realm is opening and God will give you an encounter 
a massive one that will lift your spiritual rank in the name of Jesus. God bless you, sir. Keep it up. Keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Hallelujah. Are you all following? <laughs> Amen. I wish God, God would just give me this chance that all of us here will meet one day, one on one, and we will meet and do some spiritual exercise for 21 days with fastings and with groanings and tongues. <laughs> After the 21, you, you will be shocked of your own self. If you are married, your husband will say, Fine, go and get your own bed. I cannot sleep on a bed with a spirit. <laughs> I'm telling you. I remember that some time ago I prayed with some people. We, were, we fasted for three days and we prayed. After that, they started having certain experiences. They were afraid, so they came to me. They would just be there and it looked like they are leaving their bodies. Then we say, Jesus, Jesus, are we dying? they thought they were dying they didn't know it was an experience that God wanted to give to them sometimes fear is the reason why you have not traveled in the spirit anytime you want to consciously travel in the spirit ah, you will sense a movement in your body you will sense a movement. It is not like a dream. No. Because in dreams, you just you can just see your 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 astral body standing there, and you can, sometimes you can look at your physical body. But how your astral body came out of your body, you don't know. But when God wants to take you to certain realms of spiritual experiences, yes. As I'm talking right now, an angel is just standing in front of me. May God open the eyes of somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord open your eyes. Kapanas. Wherever you are, lift your voice. Begin to speak in other tongues right now. The real sleep. The panos Light of God, fill my eyes. Fire of the Holy Ghost, fill my eyes now. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, cause me to behold the realms of heaven. Catch me up into the realms of glory. Carolina Katim Pelekata. A story of, was told of a woman by name. Maria Woodward Eta. This woman was in church, she was preaching. In the in the congregation, while she was preaching, she was praying within herself, and the message was so soaked with the anointing and the power of God 
and while the woman was preaching ah she was caught up she left her body while she was standing on the altar preaching <laughs> and the body the way that she had made her hand while this the soul left the body was how she became for two weeks jesus christ of nazareth and the members of the church stayed in the church for two weeks when the woman was gone she was not the jesus christ they will be worshipping and she will start suspending without her own knowledge. She will be suspending and moving in the midst of the people whilst her feet were suspending in the air. She thought she was just walking on the ground and people will be screaming, What is happening? Men have walked in realms of glory. Men have walked in realms of Some women, women, women have tasted of the power of God. Catherine Coleman was so overwhelmed and engaged in the glory to an extent that nobody could stand five meters close to her, including her own husband. Five meters you fall. Something that looked like a certain energy was around her that resisted. My God. Hey. Oh Lord, fill our eyes with your fire. Fill our eyes with your fire. Oh Lord, ah, 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 ah. We have been seeing tiny, tiny visions for so long. Oh Lord, open a new realm. Take us deeper. Open a new realm. What are we doing with our lives that has reduced the flow of encounters? What is it that we are doing with our lives that has caused angels looking and we are far away from us? What are we doing with our lives? What are our minds focused on? That has cut the flow of spiritual circuits. Oh Lord, oh Lord, let our gaze There are people, there is not a single time that they pray that they don't see Jesus. The moment they kneel down to close their eyes in prayer, within the next three minutes, Jesus will walk into their room and say, Son daughter let's go and jesus will lift that person into realms and show the person mightier and weightier things oh lord yeah elsie get ready there's a serious grace that is resting upon you the lord will do amazing things with your life. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Are you following? Somebody said, 
that when you prayed for me during the Thanksgiving, that's my son, you know, he said, that was when I felt the out of body experience. God bless you for me. I was very scared initially. You see, initially you'll be scared. This thing happened to me for a whole week. I was afraid. I was lying in my sofa and I, it looked like I was leaving my body. I opened my eyes quickly. I said, Jesus, save me. Save me. Somebody wants to kill me. Not knowing the same Jesus was calling me. <laughs> hey! So I was praying against an encounter. So I rebuked that devil in the name of Jesus. Oh! Lack of knowledge. Some of us, we have prayed against what should have opened new realms to us. Because the dream did not look good or did not, you know, look good in your sight, you thought it was evil. You started praying against it. You saw a snake, you said, oh, snake dear, that is the devil. You started rebuking the snake, killing it. Don't you know that the Bible said, as Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so the Son of Man will also be lifted. So when we even go to heaven, there is a certain animalistic feature of the Lord Jesus that is a serpent. Let me explain. <laughs> Do you know that the serpent was once part of the family of cattle. I hope you know that. Oh, you don't know that the serpent was part of the family of cattle. Don't you know? Okay. So you see? Oh, you don't know. Okay, let's read something from the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, chapter 3. Verse 14. Genesis chapter 3 verse 14. Now, this was the time that the serpent had deceived the woman. And when the woman ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the woman also gave it to the man. And the man also did it. Now, the Bible said when God came, he called Adam, where are you? And Adam said, I am naked. And God said, well, have you eaten of the tree that I told you not to eat? Adam said, it is the woman you gave me. Then God went to the woman and said, Woman, what have you done? The woman also said, It is the serpent that deceived me. Now, when God went to the serpent in verse 14 of Genesis chapter 3, the Bible said, When he said in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 4, he said, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle. And above every beast of the field. 
He said. Thou art cursed above all cattle. Thou art cursed above all cattle, and upon every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Now, when you look at this scripture clearly, you realize that God cursed the serpent above the cattle. Now, it is to let you know that first, the serpent was in the family of the cattle. And now, the serpent as it was in the family of the cattle had certain things that the cattle had. What was that? The serpent had horns. That serpent also had limbs and that serpent had a tail. Are you following me? So now, after some time, John, the one that wrote the book of Revelation, came to tell us about this serpent. This serpent. And John was telling us something. He said, in the book of Revelation chapter 20, John said, Revelation chapter 20 verse 1, and two he said and i saw an angel come down from heaven having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand and he laid hold on the dragon that old serpent (laughs) that old serpent that was in the garden that deceived man now john is telling us that that old serpent is a dragon and you know when you see a dragon a dragon has horns a dragon has limbs and a dragon has a tail now these are actually the characteristics of a cattle family are you following and there is a reason for that because when you look at the cattle family it actually stands for the beasts of the field when we say beasts, we are talking about animals of the field. And these animals of the field, we talk about the cow, we talk about the sheep, we talk about the goat. And these are the animals whose blood could be used for cleansing. So, in the times of old, when the children of Israel sinned against God, Sometimes they will kill a cattle. Sometimes they will kill a bull, as the Bible will say. Sometimes God will, God will demand, bring a male bull, bring this, bring this. Sometimes they will bring... Are you, are you following? So the reason why God, the Bible said the time came, the children of Israel spoke against God and God allowed serpents to enter their camp. And the serpents started biting them. The people began to die, and Moses went to God and said, Oh God, your people are dying. What should we do? And God said, Now go and create a snake with bronze. After creating that, hang it on a pole. Anybody who will look at the serpent will have life. Ah, (laughs) 
So now, there were fed serpents that brought death. And now there is another serpent that is giving life. But the only thing that can let you receive that life is when you look upon that serpent that is hanging on the tree. Now, Jesus came and he said, As Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so the Son of Man will be lifted. And when I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. And they have used that scripture for worship. And when we lift the Lord up in worship, we will draw all. That's not what the Bible is. <laughs> so what, what was Jesus trying to say? He was the serpent that Moses lifted. That Moses hung on the pool in the wilderness. So Jesus, let me say it. Jesus is a serpent. I'm not the one saying it. That's what the Bible is saying. But you know that the devil too was a serpent. The devil brought death, but Jesus brings life. And I want you to know this. The devil actually knew that Jesus was a serpent before he used the serpent as a means to deceive men. And I think one of these days I have to take you to the Garden of Eden and teach you all the spiritual things that happen over there. Oh, by the special grace of God, I will open some dimensions to you that God has shown me by His grace. And I will show you the place of a certain demon they call Lelet. You know, there is this demonic teaching going on that Adam did not marry Eve. Adam's first wife was called Lelet. And this, 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 this. I know most of you have heard of that nonsense. That is not of God. That is not true. I will show you where Lilith came from. And I will show you who Lilith is. Such a beautiful demon. <laughs> Very beautiful. All her hair are snakes. Oh, very be very beautiful. <laughs> I'll explain a lot of things. Yeah. Lilith. I'll touch on Lilith. And I will show whether Lilith was present in the garden or not. When you go to the realm of darkness, the entity, you know, there are many spiritual beings in the kingdom of darkness who can use certain animals as their manifesting nature. Now, but whenever a being wants to manifest in the nature of a snake in the kingdom of darkness, the being that actually stands for the full nature of a snake is Lilith. The full nature. So Lilith, when you see Lilith from the waist to the head, is a human being. But her hair is snake. But from the waist to the feet is actually a snake. I believe you are getting what I'm saying. Some of you are talking about the head of Medusa. 
I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that one too. These things, our Bible did not write them to us. So if you want to know them, you have to have a strong foundation in Christ before you get to know. Are you following? Someone said, how do these guys make movies with exact copy of what is... Oh, they are highly spiritual. Most of these people are grandmasters in the occult. Yes, they are very... That is why when you go to Hollywood and those kind of... Ah, you can watch a certain movie and you know that... No, 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 no. This one is highly spiritual. Yes, they, they are highly spiritual. Yes, even cartoons. Do you know there was a certain cartoon movie that predicted the movie came long time ago it predicted that donald trump would be a president in fact the thing was in the the cartoon just like that flat 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 just like that cartoons the yes it is called the same things also yeah it predicted everything and the thing manifested you think it is just something simple that we're just doing? No, 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 no. Some people have higher knowledge. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I remember the Lord gave me an encounter. I was praying one time, and the Lord lifted me to a very tall tower. There is no, no tower I have ever seen in this world. And when you are standing at the topmost part of the tower, you will see every continent on the earth. And when the Lord lifted me, I saw there was a small point, the tip of the tower. The angel of the Lord led me to the place. When I entered, it was like a big conference hall, very big. And I saw a big and long table, and only five people were sitting on it. One was sitting at the far end, the other one was sitting here, the other one. And I saw that the globe, the whole world, like a globe, was on the in the middle of the table and they were all now planning what to do to the earth five people i saw some of them i know them they are alive some of them one of them is one of the richest people in the world i'll mention any name you see this world that we are in right now there are people who are planning what to do with this physical earth Some people have gone ahead of us. Oh, the world is highly spiritual. And these people, when they want to gain more knowledge, to rule over we that do not have that knowledge, they get the knowledge from many, many realms, especially in the realms or in the regions of the marine. Because the marine world is a world that is high in knowledge than any other realm apart from heaven. The marine world, they are are, are blessed with strange knowledge. And that realm is, let me say, about 
twenty years ahead of the physical earth. So the car that has just come here, you go into the marine world, and it was actually discarded as an outmoded car twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, that is why most of the people that are inventors, most of them, not all, but most of them, have travelled into these regions. God willing, tomorrow, I wish I could teach on spiritual things, but eschatology is waiting for us. I would have taught you something that a man by name Nikola Tesla said. Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla said, the whole world, if you get the revelation behind the three numbers, three, six, and nine, you can do anything in this physical world. The numbers three, six, and nine. Can I teach on that, God willing, tomorrow, and also explain a few things with the scriptures? Beautiful. Then get ready for us, God willing, tomorrow. I'll take so get get your book ready, big book, because you write a lot of things. God willing, tomorrow we will soar into some 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 realms. Let me tell you, there is nobody that is an inventor that is not spiritual. Nobody. There's nobody that is an inventor that is not spiritual. I'm telling you, you can't quickly just come and, and create something new without light. Because creation is as a result of light. You cannot create anything without light. So anybody that has created something has been enlightened. The man that created Bob, Nikola Tesla will tell you things. He is the greatest inventor of the whole world. Nikola Tesla. Oh, I will say a lot about um, Apostle Kedusafo Kantanka, God willing to know. And I'll let you know that man crying is not a normal human being like us. I've said it before. And I know where he resides. I know his place. And he's an entity. That came from a certain region of the marine world. That is where his his kingdom is. Hmm. Yeah, and he will go back. The man will go back. According to him, he came to Ghana to help Ghanaians. But I want to tell you straightforward. That man is not a human being. So every assignment he's doing as a human being here is not in the line of the will of God. <laughs> I know some of you going tell him, "Hey, Papa, there's a prophet that is saying you can go." I'm telling you the truth. Do you know that when we go to his church, every song that has the name Jesus, he has replaced it with his name. So they praise him instead of Jesus. Someone said he used to rent a flat in a house in Second D. 
and he came to sleep there whenever he comes to Taka. I see. Yes, they worship him. He's like a god to them. Yeah. He's a god that they worship. And you know, nobody can take the place of God. Anybody that demands worship is not of the Lord. Oh, so next week, Monday, they do Halloween. Eh? I see. And you know what Halloween means? Halloween is just a simple thing that says that there is a moment in our time where the spiritual, the spiritual world and the physical world are close. So the layer that is actually between the spiritual world and the physical world becomes thin. So spirits in the spiritual world can travel into the natural. That is how come they brought Halloween. So in Halloween season, people walk about and dress like demons, walking around men, making it look like spirits can. So you see, they make it look like it's a moment where you can talk to your dead relatives. Exactly. So to them, the layer between the spiritual world and the physical world has become thin. So it is in that moment you can be more spiritual. So you see that people will put candles in front of their homes. They will put a lot of incense and a whole lot of things. It is actually a demonic celebration. It invites demons. Someone said, if you want to give birth, you cut his hair into water for you to drink and you give birth to a fair baby just like him with plenty hair okay that is it too mm. <laughs> oh yeah i know that man is not a human being he will die and go that's a great kingdom in the marine world a very big and great one i'm telling you and when you go to his kingdom if you have traveled there by God's grace, you will see that poverty is not something they entertain. Can! You will see realms. You will see realms. To that place, they hate anybody that has the Spirit of God inside you. One, of, one apostle that I know, his son is an electrical engineer. The guy loves engineering things. When the guy completed school, they told him to go and do his national service there. When the guy went there, and you know the place where he, he, he creates his cars, around Winnipeg Junction area there. So when, when, he, when he went there, every morning before they, they start work, they have to sprinkle some, some water with some things inside on the a whole lot. And they never liked the guy. All because he carried God's presence with him. So the guy could not even stay there, he left. Some of you want to know the secret behind Halloween. <laughs> that one will be another time when we get extra time. This one we need to understand um, some spiritual things that will be of great benefit to us. Amen. All right. May the Lord help us and grant us grace. So we'll talk about that one too. So God willing, tomorrow we'll dive deep into spiritual matters and the Lord is going to be of help to us. The Lord will open our eyes and grant us grace. 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, Francisca. Okay, I'll make time for us to talk. Okay. Yes. Eh, he gives a lot. Mrs. Blankson, I know. Yeah, one of his churches was very close to my house, so I know. When you go there and they are chopping tea early in the morning, they drink the tea like water. Hey! You see big, 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 big bread. Whilst we were walking about with our stomach making sounds of hunger. <laughs> Alright, those of you who are done with the wind direction, kindly keep it under your pillow and let it be there. Are you following? Great. The Lord will help us. Oh, let it, just let it be there. Just let it be under your pillow. Till another word comes. For us to know what we will do with it. So just let it be there. Congratulations to all of you. Your season of marital glory has been released. In Jesus' name. Amen. Someone said, we have a lot of things under our pillow. Oh yes, let it be there. Pillow is very, very important. Should I also teach about pillows? <laughs> all right. The Lord bless us and keep all of us strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. Please, God willing, this night at exactly 12 a.m., we are all meeting for priesthood time. So make sure you join us. The Lord is going to work a miracle for us, and the power of God will enter our families and break every evil cycle that keeps the family people down and prevents them from fulfilling destinies. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. God bless you, Mrs. Blanks, and my regards to. Mr. Blankson, God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' name. Amen. So please, as I said, if you want to sustain yourself in a, in a vision where you are traveling in the spirit, the first is to pray from the light of God. And the second is to spend more time meditating. Spend more time meditating. Okay. God willing, tomorrow, as I'm talking about these spiritual things, I'll just say some few things also about meditation. How to meditate. The Lord will help us and grant all of us graces. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240-312551. God bless you. We shall meet. Lady Pastor Beckley, my regards to Apostle Clay and the children. I'll visit you one day. God bless you. Alright, I'll, I'll upload the message and I'll make it an introduction to traveling in the spirit. Alright, so you can download it and listen to it. The Lord will bless us. Alright, God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' name. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.
all right, God bless you. And Joe Shelley, God bless you. I'll tell them. God bless you.